The Old Testament reading for Palm Sunday is from Zechariah chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations. His rule shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from Philippians chapter 2. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and, being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 12th chapter. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is a day of transitions. We've been in the season of Lent for the last six weeks, a season of repentance and preparation as we look forward to the coming passion of our Lord. This day, we celebrate when our Lord entered into Jerusalem and was welcomed as a conquering king. All while we remember exactly where our king is heading. Therefore, here again 
of the triumphal entry and hear again of the deeds of our Lord, which made all of this possible. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. I want you all to place yourselves in the shoes, or probably the sandals in this case, of a first century Jew. Things were rough. You were a member of the great kingdom of Israel, one of the chosen people of Yahweh himself. Yet, you were being ruled over by a pagan who thought himself divine. Caesar, Rome, all of them were simply unclean Gentiles who had no right to be near you, let alone actually in authority over you. It was humiliating. Even worse, no one seems to want to do anything about it. I mean... It's somewhat understandable. Rome didn't deal nicely with usurpers. And to be fair, I suppose, Caesar had actually given the Jews quite a few concessions that he wouldn't give to just anyone. But still, you are the sons of Abraham, even the sons of God himself. But... You've been hearing rumors of someone who is finally standing up and speaking out. Someone who has shown that he has the power of God behind him. You've even heard that he actually raised someone from the dead just a few days ago. You're not sure about him, but everyone seems to be talking about the guy. Some people are even calling him the Messiah. Maybe this is the guy who will finally free us from the oppression of the Roman tyrants. That's what these people were thinking. The word Hosanna means save us, please. And this was the traditional request that people made to their king after he had come back from a victory in war. That's how they were treating Jesus, as an earthly, triumphant king, 
one who they thought was going to rid them of Rome. And, to be fair, not even his disciples realized what was actually going on until after Jesus had been glorified. Today, though, you are free to remember what's actually going on. The real reason that Jesus came triumphantly into Jerusalem. He was not coming back from war. He was going forward to war. He knew what was coming. He knew that the very people who were crying out Hosanna right now would on Friday be crying out, Crucify Him! He knew how fickle the crowd was. He knew that he was not going to give them what they wanted, and he knew that they would kill him for it. But he was going to give them what they needed. You are free to remember this as well. It's easy to forget what Jesus is all about. It's easy to begin to imagine that Jesus fits into whatever expectation you want him to fit into. Maybe you just really want him to be that friend that agrees with you no matter what, even if you happen to be mistaken. Maybe you want him to be a teacher of wisdom and a mentor in your pursuit of philosophy but you never actually consider the deeds that he's done and what that means for you. Maybe you want him to be the perfect lawgiver, the one who says right is right and wrong is wrong, but you forget that you cannot be perfect and that he came for sinners. Today, you heard the people of Israel cry out for someone to save them. Jesus was coming in order to answer that prayer. He wasn't going to save them from Rome because that's not what they really needed. He was going to save them from the empire of the devil. Today, we celebrate the day that Jesus began his march toward the battle for our souls. His time has finally arrived, and he is now on the warpath toward the cross. The Pharisees were worried at this point, but they were worried for the wrong reason. They said to each other, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. They were afraid because it looked like the world had finally given itself up to Jesus. That is not why they should have been worried. Today, we do not celebrate the day that the world went after Christ. Today, we celebrate when Jesus went after the world. Today, Jesus challenges the authorities to win our souls. And today, we taste 
that victory as we go to the table and hear his word. And ultimately, we will all rise together as sons and daughters of the King on the last day when Jesus comes back for us. On Thursday, you will hear of Jesus' instituting communion for us, and of his last meal with his disciples, of the calm before the storm. On Friday, you will hear of the storm itself, of the battle that Jesus waged by hanging on that cross. And finally, on Sunday, you will hear of the triumphal return of our King, and you will hear of the blessings that our Lord won for us on that day. Now, may the peace which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.